the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate giving away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Voted best in Marin, and that certificate is worth over $100. Today's trivia theme is movie villains. We'll have some fun Ooh, with like this that. one. All right, so let's start off with Patty. Uh, tell us what is going on in real estate. Well, you know, I don't know how much it would affect the public, but it affects, it just shakes things up. So okay. Tuesday, and we've had some days go by now, that yep. um, Pacific Union International, which was had an almost 10% market share in the entire Bay Area, was acquired by Compass. And, wow, yeah. that's a big deal. And yeah. Compass is an upstart, really, and, yeah. and their goal was to have a 20% market share, which is really big for real estate, because yeah, yeah, it's it pretty sh- uh, yeah. scattered. Did you know what the um, price is? Are I they... think $200 million. Wow. Yeah. And so that's... 20% market share in 20 top 20 markets in the country by 2020. So we're yeah. 18 months away from that, and... Two hundred million. I guess they like twos. Yeah, yeah, twos and zeros. Two hundred million. That's like walking around money for Nam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So they were a, a small startup um, a few years back out of New York City. Yes. And just you know kept getting funding and funding and, and acquiring brokerages all across the country. So That's amazing. Their marketing is great. Yeah. The brand so. looks really, really modern. Track well, a lot well, that's of the thing. What, what are they doing different? Um, you know, I mean, one thing I could think of right away would be if you pay your agents a higher commission. That's one way. But I mean, what what kind of what, what are they doing to attract? It's all. It's honestly, it's a little bit smoke and mirrors. The whole thing. Cause it's all. <laughs> it's all like branding. Yeah. And when you're buying a company, when you're buying a real estate company, you're buying the agents. Yeah. And the agents are free agents, really. Yeah. Like uh, Prudential uh-huh. did it. 30 years ago. Yeah. They're gone. Caldwell Banker then did it and bought up uh, Prudential and they bought up several. Then the big brands. Right. GMAC got in the game. Pacific um, GMAC bought Pacific Union. Morgan Lane bought Pacific uh, GMNC, Union. Or, yeah, which is right. GMAC. Wow. And you know now we're getting swallowed up. But the thing is you're not buying anything because Caldwell Banker is a great example. Um, national yeah. company, deep pockets. They their market share. They used to be the top. Now they're they're small, and because people agents people don't want to be, yeah. they want to yeah. be a little bit elite, boutiquey. You, and if you're in with a boutique kind of 
brokerage that is kind of cutting edge with good marketing, with good technology that helps yep. the agents. It's, it's really about the agents. Right. And so you can potentially get a higher, more luxury brand. Well, right. I, guess, I guess it really does depend on the, the area and the agent because, you know, for the average agent, they may say, you know, I want to be with a, a, a company, a, a household name, and that also, you know, there'll be so many agents within the agency to to help me out, you know, be it the listings or, mm-hmm. or yeah. you know, getting a client. Right? That's the theory. Like, they have better training. So, what does better training mean? You're going to get newer agents. I mean, commissions yeah. are the same, no matter if you get somebody that's been in 30 years or is brand right. new. Brand yeah. new is very scary. So, you know, like a GMAC, a Coldwell Banker, maybe now Compass, who knows how that's going to go. But the, like the bigger ones will attract the newer agents. Right. And the newer agents, like Bradley Real Estate is an example in yeah. Marin, but, uh-huh. but Coldwell Banker is an example. Their price range is lower. So if you want to get the big listings, three, four, five million dollars, you're going yeah. to be with a boutique kind of company, like which Del- would, Decker Bullock, is, yeah, would which be is one of the oh, Pacific Union Pacific and Decker Bullock. Yeah, they gotcha. are the two in Marin, for well, example. So Keller Williams, I mean, we know some some agents from from yeah. that, but um, they don't have the higher end. They don't they? have the higher end at all. I not, mean, at least not in Marin. Not in, in Marin, a lot of San Francisco too. I, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. and uh, like in tra- if you think about it, a lot of the country is tracked kind of areas. Yeah, that's true. Where you're going to get, like it used to be Century 21 with the mustard yes, jackets. Uh-huh. They yeah. were the company. Yeah. And it changes, but no matter what, you're going to be, uh, you know, vanilla. Yeah. And you're not going to attract the big luxury I, stuff. I, I mean, I, I remember Don Timmer sold me. That was yeah. the... Don uh, Timmer. That, yeah, you're <laughs> talking funny. about back in the 60s. So. Yeah. Yeah. Don Timmer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, Compass is, you know, they, they have some good momentum going. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where they go. But fundamentally, their model doesn't change the real estate industry. And one of the uh, later, I'd like to cite an article about how how Zillow is getting into home buying, oh, right? Oh, I was just thinking of Zillow. And, uh, home, home buying? Home buying, yeah. Okay. And a number of other companies. And I think that is an interesting model because yeah. that's going to take some some of the inventory off the market from, you know, agents. I think so. so and I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe 20, 30 years from now or sooner, you'll have a model where agents, instead of getting that 5%, 80% of 5%, mm-hmm. there get there is no 5%. There's a company where they send out a salesperson who writes the offer yeah. and sells the, or lists the property. Let's just work with sellers. Right. List the property, gets it into escrow. They're out. Yeah. They're out. And now you get somebody that's going to do the escrow. There's going to do the yeah. negotiating. And then you got the closing. Mm-hmm. But- you know it, that doesn't really work. I've I, that's sort of the Keller Williams model, okay. and I had two nightmare transactions with Keller Williams because of that sort of model. Huh. Huh. I know. Yeah. Wow. Well, the, there's a lot of money going into real estate, residential real estate um, businesses, business models to try and disrupt it uh, again. And this yeah. kind of goes back to like the early 2000s when I first got into real estate. It was you know that was when the dot, first dot com yeah. boom mm-hmm. came around, and there were companies one of which I worked for trying to disrupt it, and they were mostly about lead generation. Yeah, and um, some of them were trying to be brokerages too. Yeah. But you know, not a lot has changed since then, and some of those, a lot of those models disappeared. The company I with, worked with got acquired. Which was that? Uh, Zip Realty. Oh yeah, they got right. acquired by um, by Realogy Brands, and yeah. now they're they're rolled into. Uh, 
their uh, their offerings. Nothing really changes. You got to trust somebody. You're sitting at a kitchen table. They love you, and they you list their house. That's yep. a, a good point. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to go to our first commercial break. Here is the first trivia question. And again, we're talking movie villains. In which Alfred Hitchcock film is there a pair of very calculated villains played by the smooth James Mason and downright sinister Martin Landau? All right, that's our trivia question. Email Edward, or not email. You can call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And uh, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fawn and Patty Cohen. First trivia question In which Alfred Hitchcock film is there a pair of very calculated villain, villains played by the smooth James Mason and downright sinister Martin Landau? No clue. No idea. Close. North by Northwest. <laughs> no clue. Okay. I was going to say that. What? Uh, yeah, should have. Okay, so Nam, uh, tell us about what's going on in the Zillow uh, yeah, situation. So, Patty, you were talking earlier about how, uh, how there's uh, different, uh, different models out there with Compass buying one of the uh, real, you know, buying Pack Union, and we're saying, you know, at the end of the day, how much are they really impacting uh, real estate other than agents really now just having a different brand to exactly. list. Um, but I saw an article today about um, Zillow, and I'll read a, a deeper look at Zillow's instant offer numbers. So Zillow, like another company, Open Door, and uh, another, I think it was OfferPads, um, are now getting into the business you know, well, backing backing up a little bit, Zillow first of all hasn't been a brokerage. Isn't a brokerage? They're a yeah. really they're a uh, data aggregator of listings, exactly. public, yeah. and uh, for people to be able to get what they call estimates, get an idea of what their home is worth. And it was great because it attracted the end consumer, the borrower, or seller, or the buyer or seller yeah. to really be interested in going to one place to get information about properties. But at the end of the day, if they wanted to buy, they still had to go through an agent. Exactly. But over the last couple of years, there's companies that are real estate brokerages that are also the buyers, purchasers of homes. Mm. And they have, um, like Zillow's instant offer, they'll go to a homeowner and they'll say, listen, we'll buy your home for cash, essentially, and we'll close in X days. So you don't have to put on the market. And then what they do is they... Uh, rehab it, do a little bit, sometimes just cosmetic work, and then they'll put it back on on the market. Um, And for them, they're going to make some appreciation and maybe they're charging, um, you know, they're getting the home, not necessarily at a discount, Hmm. but they're saving on commissions. They're getting at a discount too. Yeah, probably for the the convenience. And, um, you know, I think there's a real opportunity for companies like that because there's so many baby boomers who own their home free and clear and we'll say you know what for convenience i i own my home free and clear it's not like i have to pay off a huge mortgage yeah. i'll give up x percent in commissions or home price just for the convenience of not having to put it on the market and show it to everyone um so i think that that model has legs and now zillow who for the longest time said hey i'm going to be friends with the real estate community and we're not a brokerage but now they are getting into the the business of buying homes and then turning around and selling them. Now, I believe they may, they may use an agent, a mm. local agent, f- to transact. Mm. But um, I'm sure they're keeping a percentage of the proceeds uh, along with that agent. What do you think about that? I mean, that seems like that might have 
likes for certain sellers to say, listen, I'm going to go the Zillow instant yeah. offers route versus the pain of putting it on the market. And that's, that's stressful. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's not, I mean, I think it is happening right mm-hmm. now, but... Um, how the I don't know how, how sustainable how, it's going to be. Yeah, for, yeah. For how many do reasons. sellers know what price to put it on? That's, exactly. where, that's one of the benefits of Well, they're the using the Zestimate. Yeah, there you the go. Zestimates are ridiculous. Sometimes they're accurate and yeah. sometimes what, they're not. In Marin, and it's tough. Because the, yeah, Marin, it's just it's way not off. Track, you know, it's not track homes. Especially yeah, exactly. in the luxury market because I, I've i seen them. See, the thing is, if, if Zillow was consistently low or consistently high, you could kind of figure out yeah, oh, that's, that's how right. that is. But yeah. they are all over the place. Yeah. And as a seller, you don't have have the the comfort of knowing that your entire nest egg is not being eroded mm-hmm. and Zillow doesn't know if they're paying too much or paying too little That's and I see is, a lawsuit waiting I mean, to happen yeah how do they know um, like when a house has been remodeled yeah. unless they have someone go in well they I think they do come in I mean they have a valuation probably technology to, to take a first pass kind of like there's estimates yeah. and then they'll go in and do a walkthrough probably yeah. at the time that they're meeting with the seller and then saying okay well we're going to so add it value for this because you did this work or we're going to subtract because of deterioration. But, but right still, now, those estimates, though, how do they do it? I, it's, it's a computer. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole algorithm and analytics, and it's not the way to do it. It's looking at historical. It's looking at recent sales. Yeah. No, but I get but, it. How do they know if it's been remodeled inside? They don't. They yeah. don't. So, it's so if they're going to buy your home, though, they'll probably they'll more than likely go that extra step of, yeah, of sending out yeah. to look somebody out to look at the property. Well, hopefully the seller will know. Wait a minute, I, I remodeled this. Yeah. I put two million dollars into this property. <laughs> it's not worth a hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sellers know a lot about what their house is worth. Sometimes yeah. more than a local agent because yeah. they're watching it, and it's that means That's everything. So if seller, if uh, Zillow gets a lot of yeses, they're going to lose their shirt. Because yeah. the no's are going to be like, no, yeah. it's worth yeah, way more. True. But the yeses are like, take it. Yeah, yeah no, right. that's, a, that's a very good point. So, yeah. and, you know, and lawsuits waiting to happen. There's a yeah. lot to, There's a lot going on. Then Zillow's got this property that they paid like X for, and now they have to sell it for 20% less or 10% less. Well, they're not going to get sued by the seller. <laughs> no, they're not going to get sued by the seller. But there's, but there's, so, much, there's so much to know. And, are, and who are they going to ultimately hire? Are they going to hire an agent for 5 or 6%? And now they're eroded their profit even more. The challenge for them will be in a declining market. So what do you uh, buy it at? Yeah. And and if the days on market starts getting longer and longer, you're having to, you know, that capital that you've got, you know, tied up in that property, they, they've got to be paying something for that capital. Agree. Yeah. So, and, and right now, do but, they consult with any agents to get I, certain I information? So. so on that, if a lot of agents say, I'm not going to participate with you because now you're competing against me. Yeah. Well, I think they still are using an agent for the transaction, but uh, they might be paying I mean, like for a referral I mean, for information. Like well, yeah, I mean, right. but think about this. They're going to hire people. And 80% of the bi- people, eight, 60% of agents are gone after 18 months and 80% are gone after four years. Those people that are gone, they're gone for a reason because they don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. going to have those people that are more than likely, more than happy to get a salary job. Oh, yeah. So they're going to have them. And the reason they're not taking listings and selling them consistently is because they're not very good at pricing, and mm-hmm. they're not very good at counseling, and they're or, not very good at... Yeah, or maybe they're just not people person. They're good at push, pushing paper. Well, and that's why right. I think wow. agents, uh, yeah. there will probably be fewer agents in the years to come, but yeah. the agents who are there are going to be good. And that's yeah. already happening. Yeah. 
Okay, I was going to say because I, I kind of think that it, just, it was just flooded with agents. There, there was a big decline, like when two thousand eight and nine happened, yep. and agents weren't making any money. Yeah, uh, they just exited the market. But then you know, just come t- two thousand thirteen, fourteen, yeah. things start heated up. Boy, everybody's an agent again. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, where are we in the market? What do you think, uh, market wise? I mean, prices. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. the whole market, market seems like it's slowed down. Oh, but get, you're not getting overbidding that much anymore. Market has changed. I mean, first of all, it was the slowest summer I've ever seen. But all of a sudden, in the last week and a half, things have really picked up. Really? Okay. Huh. It's, I don't know why. Well, it's sort of thing, uh, Pacific Private Money, you're, you guys just got an yeah, onslaught so, of uh, yeah, yeah, same. Last, same. So last yeah. year in June, we were really, really busy. Mm-hmm. And then July and August were, were slow. But Normal. That was, yeah, that was not unusual. This year, June was a little bit slower, and then July and August have been the busiest we've ever been. Uh, and it's not just isolated to a single market or a single one of our agents, because we have outside agents, um, but it's been more on a macro level, just statewide kind of it's been busy and other lenders are saying the same thing. Yeah, so, it's good. picked up a lot in the last Yeah, I kind of wonder why. I mean, I don't know if... if you know, people in because it's not just isolated; it's just kind of everywhere. So. Yeah, it's not. I mean, everyone uh, buying for schools—that yeah. already happened already a happened. month right. ago or, or so ago. Yeah, so I don't know if it's interest rates. I don't think so. That's no, nothing's no, really so, happened no. there. But there was buyer fatigue for a while, but maybe that yeah. went quickly, and they're not so fatigued anymore. They drank their go girl. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, drink your go girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he teases me about that, but it gives me. Is that what you drink? <laughs> I does. I, I get I get energy from it, and no crash. Yeah, no. That helps. Uh, that's home buyers stuff. too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's why things have picked up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Ex- yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna ask another trivia question. We we come back. Uh, Nam, I want to ask you about a deal of the week. Okay. All right. Got one. Okay. So here's our second trivia question. Again, we're talking movie villains. Most people think of Lex Luthor when they are asked to name a Superman villain. Right? We're talking about the most recent Superman. Yep. Not not from the 40s, you know. Uh, however, we should not overlook the performance of Terrence Stamp from Superman 2 when he plays which diabolical general? What's the general's name, basically? Uh, is what we're looking know, at. Do you know this you know one? That, yeah. I know this one, too. That, that actually, of all the Superman movies, I think that was the best one with Superman, too. Yeah. Of course, love Gene Hackman, anyway. Uh, Eve, let's see. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, so that's our trivia question. Basically, in Superman 2... The Diabolical General. What was his name? All right. Don't touch that dial. Best investor. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question. Most people think of Lex Luthor when they are asked to name a Superman villain. However, we should not overlook the performance of Terrence Stamp. Don't even know who that is except for this movie. From Superman 2, when he plays which diabolical general? In Zod We Trust, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, General Zod. That Zod. is correct. Yeah. That's so funny. Good job. I loved Superman. Well, it was when I was like in my early teens or something like that that yeah. that came out. So that was I loved a good, that one. That was a, that's the best one. I like that one. The special <laughs> effects were great then. 
But when you look at it now, you seem like, oh, wow. That was still really? okay. Yeah, I guess so. It works. <laughs> okay, so Nam, uh, give us a deal of the week. Preface it, though, with what do you do at Pacific, what's Pacific yeah. Private Money? Yeah, so Pacific Private Money, we are private lenders. We lend on real estate throughout California, primarily in California. We have a few out-of-state loans, or the fund does. But um, So we make loans to people. We're essentially Plan B when Plan A, which is conventional financing, is not an option for us. Okay, so you're just like a bank. Yeah, I'm like a bank. Um, people come to us for a lot of different reasons, um, and, and it's not because you know people think private money, hard money. Sometimes they think, oh, you can fog a mirror you can get a loan with a private lender. That's yeah. not the case. So, you know, our average FICO of our borrowers is in the high sixes. Okay. Um, so we make loans to people. And um, recently we had a loan where there was, it was, it was in San Rafael. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a um, woman who passed away and her estate um, took over the property and they needed to dispose of it or sell it. The um, owner purchased the home in 1986, passed away recently, and had um, some debt on the property needed to be paid off. But um, the administrator of the estate has the authority to to dispose of the property or to, to okay. take care and sell it. So she actually is getting the loan from Pacific Private Money. Probably to rehab it because it's probably been 30 years since it yeah. worked on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it exactly. It just yeah. needed to be updated. Um, she has a 812 FICO score. So okay. a really high FICO, uh, first position loan that we're making at 50%. Or excuse uh, me. It's a second, right? Second, yeah, sorry. It's a second, yeah. Second. Um, the, the first is currently 50% LTV. So we okay. put this one on privatemoneyloans.com, which is our marketplace, and probably within five minutes it was taken. Yeah, if, if, I remember seeing that. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think the combined first and second was 50%. The Let's first see. was only about 30-something percent. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so, what I was going to say, because otherwise you go, eh, not such a good... I mean, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, the combined... First and uh, second. First and second is less In around 50%. Giving a bridge loan. Yeah. So it'll be paid off. Essentially, what they're going to do is spend the next, what, six weeks or so just getting it ready for for marketing. Yeah. And they'll put it on the market, sell it, and they'll use the proceeds just to pay us off and uh, distribute the uh, proceeds to the to the family. Okay. So, um, you know, that's not an uncommon loan that, that we get. And they probably, I'm going to guess, they couldn't go to a bank because it's more of an estate sale rather than to an individual, and banks really don't like that too much. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, because, yeah, with an 812 FICO, you'd think that she'd be able to get a loan. Right. Yeah. But, again, it's the... And, and yeah. also, it's just the speed and efficiency. So yeah. we, that one we got really, you know, it came to us probably early last week. Mm-hmm. We put it on privatemoneyloans.com midweek, and we got a lender commitment like five minutes later, yeah. and it's probably going to close sometime like early next week. Or maybe yeah, that's this the week. thing is these loans that are really solid go very quickly. Mm. Um, right. It's amazing. How, I mean, there was literally, I'll tell you something that happened on Tuesday of this past week was uh, there There was a, another firm that I was kind of familiar with, and, and it was a small second. Same sort of situation, not necessarily a, um, a death in the family type thing, but really good LTV. I literally opened the email, quickly ran through, and with within 10 seconds, I wrote back and I said, I'll take it. And it took them hours to get back to me to say, um, sorry, you're too late. Wow. I mean, I'm thinking how fast... Can someone work? Yeah. Right. I mean, literally, I get the email, I immediately respond, and I'm too late. Yeah. So 
th- that's one of the reasons why uh, it's it seems like it's a lot better to just invest in the fund because yeah. then you don't have to chase these emails. You, you just invest in the fund, and the, what, what's the fund paying right now? Um, about seven point six two to be exacted for July. All right. So yeah, no, the fund's paying between seven and a half and eight typically historically. And something that we just found out. This this week, uh, with the new law that That's was right. signed in, the Jobs Act, um, if I understand it correctly, if you have less than three hundred fifteen thousand of combined, you know, married filing joint income, and there's there's certain like definitions of the modified gross or modified adjusted gross income, but the fund because it qualifies twenty percent of the distributions, you get to take off your tax return. So basically, you only have to report 80% of the income, not 100%. And this is for for people who make less than 315,000. Yeah. yeah. So which you know, which is a, a good portion, a right? Which is a lot yeah. of people, yeah. yeah. So um, that's a that's a pretty good perk. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, for people who are in the, I mean, if they have it in their IRA, then it doesn't matter. But outside of the IRA, that's a pretty good uh, deal. Yeah. So yeah. for any listeners who are invested in our fund, or if you're interested, we'll be coming out with more details on that. I think that's a nice okay. little perk. I mean, it's not our. It's, it's that's the government doing. Yeah, that. it's yeah. government doing that. But uh, nice little benefit. Yeah. So um, in fact, you have a. a or Pacific Private Money is, is having a fund event coming up in September, right? Yes, September 27th, which is a Thursday. Our next event is going to be in Fremont. Okay. So Fremont, Marriott, Thursday, uh, September 27th. Go to, our web, go to our website for more details. Give us a call at 415-883-2150. If you'd like to register, we'll be sending out some notifications this week. And the email is? Nam at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's N-A-M okay. at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And the website is? <laughs> www.PacificPrivateMoney.com. And the other website, if people want to just buy a loan? Yeah, if they want to buy a note, go to www.PrivateMoneyLoans.com. How many registered uh, users are there now? We're just shy of 200. Wow, that was yeah. fast. Yeah, it's only been there. around for a couple of months, hasn't it? Uh, for about six months. About six months? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't going strong until right. about two or three months ago. Yeah, now we're actively um, putting a couple listings a week on there, uh, or listings, loans. Yeah. It's really kind of like an MLS for loans, yeah. for yeah. note sales. And are you allowing yeah. people who own loans to sell on that platform yet? Or is it not, just yet. not yet. Not outside no, investors who have notes that they want to liquidate. Okay. So at some point, that's part of the kind of future models to create more of a marketplace, not just for our loans, but to be able to provide opportunities for investors, really. Mm. So. Very good. And Patty, before we get to a break, uh, if, if people have questions about real estate, how do they get a hold of you? Because you are yeah. the number one agent in Marin, by the way. <laughs> sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N, and I'm with Pacific Union International. Yeah. I have already forgotten. We've, mm-hmm. It's already out of my mind. We're somebody else now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm with uh, Pacific Union, and it's Patty Cohn, 415-722-4842. And my website is bestmarinagent.com. See that? You won't have to change. No. Exactly. Is, that's, that's why I did it. No. And that's the thing, too. I know who I work for. That would be me. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and you know what? Buyers and sellers follow the agent. Yeah. They don't follow the brand. True. Because, yeah. That's... I've changed a couple times in my career, and each time people just don't really care. They're right. like, fine, wherever you go. Um, but I, do, I have realized that if I don't tell them personally, I don't get the business next time. It's like they want to... Yes. Know, I thought they knew. Yeah. I think I emailed them. Anyway, so it's really uh, well, important to like call them and say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, they'd still 
be able to search you out, though. It's not, well, not, I'm not saying everybody, but yeah. people, I have lost some people that way. Oh, anyway. that's too bad. It's yeah. being top of mind, really, yeah. with people yeah. sometimes. So that's, that's I mean, because they'll remember your name more than they'll remember the brokerage firm. That's right. That's what I would do. That's right. All right. Here's our next trivia question. We're talking supervillains in movies. Which, uh, this is kind of an easy one, too. Which actress had the pleasure of playing the malicious Wicked Witch of the West in the 1939 classic The Wizard of Oz? What was the name of what was the name of that actress? I can see her face. You can see her face. Yeah, that's a scary face. Yeah. Especially, especially when it's painted green. Yeah. Uh call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety if you're the first caller with the correct answer. You're gonna win that tanning certificate, which is worth over a hundred dollars and you can give it to somebody. Wow. So if you don't tan yourself but you want to give it away as a gift, that's not a bad way to go. It's excellent. All right. Which actress had the pleasure of playing the malicious Wicked Witch of the West in the 1939 classic The Wizard of Oz? All right? Don't touch that dial. The best investments will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. Third trivia question Which actress had the pleasure of playing the malicious Wicked Witch of the West in the 1939 classic, The Wizard of Oz? What was her name? These are tough. I, I don't know. I don't know. Margaret Hamilton. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I figured, figured you'd know the name. I just don't so, know. Sort of. <laughs> so, Patty, uh, give us some dynamics as to what's going on market-wise. Yeah, it's it's funny because not one piece of information is the is the puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, so when you get a bunch of data points, how to connect them and what does it all mean, and being in this business and really intimately in it for 30 years, I can see what's happening so for example one one is the bay area posted 20 percent gains um bay area post double digit gains in the third for the 13th straight month in july right simultaneously um 10-year low in affordability so once I've seen this three times Mm -hmm. this is the third time when affordability gets down to 10 percent or below there's a shift in the market and affordability is defined by when the average income the average house and the 20% down and what is that payment based on the average income when 10% or less can afford it that's a that's a big marker but yet mm. but it could be argued but yet we have 20% gains at the same time we're starting to see it's still severe shortage of inventory but the inventory um start has just gone up after 16 months of decline so that's the beginning like what are we going to be talking about in six months and in a year i'm telling you these trends these are trends yeah we're going to say wow we've got a lot of inventory we haven't had this inventory in seven years now Mm -hmm. um another one that you know and i'm just picking out headlines but when you start putting them all together um single family home prices in san francisco are up nearly 20 percent um in July, which is really surprising because at the same time, there's a lot that we're seeing price declines and also. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very strange. Hmm. Yeah, there's not, I don't, uh, you're not seeing as many multiple offers either, are you? No, we're not. Yeah. And and yet, at the same time, that's what I think of as like more of a schizophrenic market. At the yeah. same time, we have 
that's still happening. And we and at the same time, we, I'm seeing properties on the market three or four months. I'm seeing people saying, would, the, would your seller take a lease option? And I have a listing where wow. my seller said, yes, I would. Wow. Hmm. So that is... That has nobody's been talking about that for years. So wow. okay. it's it's what happens is this market is made up of individual homeowners who, you know, what happens at the very end of a market when pigs get greedy, right? Right. So that's when you start seeing price sellers pricing their house on the same um, compendium as that trend of going up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it hasn't. It isn't doing that. Hmm. So then you have buyers going, well, wow, that house I thought is in a great neighborhood, and I thought that would sell right away. So I'm going to hold. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one that overpays. So that's kind of what starts to happen after a while. And like Edward said, buyer fatigue. Um, and, you know, you're, they're just beat up and they're just done with it. And then the affordability, you know, I'm out. I, I can't afford it. So there's a whole bunch of um, data points that come together to say like where are we we're pretty much at a tabletop market and we're at the top of the top of that leg of the table and we'll be in a plateau for a while my opinion and maybe we'll have one more big year of it okay you know you said you've been pretty busy too right um, I'm of late or the last couple of really, weeks? Not really, not okay. really. It's been a really slow summer. Oh, in the last couple of weeks. Right. Yeah, it's been a really slow summer out of 30 years. I don't remember summer this slow. It's just my memory, though. Yeah. But in the last couple of weeks, listings that have been sitting for a while are now in escrow, like four different listings. Really? Wow. Okay. That were sitting are now in escrow and just, you know, trend. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They're priced right. Well, they've been sitting. If they were really priced right, they would have gone two months ago. So they didn't lower the price? No. No. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Maybe just a lot of people went on vacation. They came back and said, time to buy a house. Could be. Could be. And school's starting earlier. I just don't know. Yeah. Did you... Go ahead. Okay. Did you take vacation? I did, but I also moved. (laughs) So it's been a little crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's always when you take a vacation that things get busy. Totally. So. And people go, I know, you can't even take a vacation. I'm like, no, that's why you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's interesting. So I guess uh, it would be great to have you on another show just to see like what's going on in the fall. Yeah. yeah because uh, I think we're going to be continue to be busy throughout, uh, at least on the lending side. Mm-hmm. We're hearing um, that uh, our agents are still busy and they're going to be busy through September. We'll see what happens after that. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting interesting summer super busy for us just just crazy pulling mm. our hair out trying to get deals funded so um for the investors out there now's a good time to place capital with us because it could be deployed very quickly oh that's good yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's one of the things that you got to make sure that the money doesn't sit around so right so we we you know are always in a been in a good spot of having more deal flow the capital it's a problem to have it's a good problem but you know that allows us to be more choosy with the kinds of loans that we say yes to so, you know, the fund continues to perform at, you know, weighted average LTV of about 55%. Which is one of the it's reasons amazing. why yeah. the fund has not had any losses. Exactly. And as a company, we haven't had any losses. You know, we, we lend at it typically at a cap of 70%. Um, so there's a lot of equity in the loans that we do. And, and I did, well, I did see Mark's newsletter recently where there are a couple of loans that are in foreclosure. Right. But... There appears, according to his newsletter, there's still enough equity in the property. Yeah. I wonder why those borrowers are walking away. Exactly. Well, yeah, and we're going through the process with it. At some point, some of them might go on the market. 
um, you know, that we're still working it out with them. But, uh, but uh, yeah, we have, you know, we go into loans with at least 30% equity from the borrower. So it's not like we're making, you know, 90-10 loans. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're watching the market as well because there, there will be an adjustment and prices could drop. Mm. But, um, you know, we're, we're aware of that. And so we may, you know, increase the required um, down payment that the bar- borrowers bring. Or yeah. equity. So. I mean, I, I've got a, a a loan with somebody personally, and they haven't paid for a couple of months. Ouch. But they're they say they're going to be putting the property on the market, and it's sort of like you know, okay. I mean, a really nice person, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm just like immediately going to file foreclosure, mm. right? You know, and also if they're going to try to sell the property, I really would not like to stand in the way, you know, mm. and, and force them to get a lower price because of it. But I can't wait forever. So sure. at this point, what's accumulating are just the late fees right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's it's not the worst thing in the world, but that's one of the things I like about the fund is you, there's really no hiccup in the distributions. You guys just keep paying uh, monthly like clockwork. Right. And the bigger our fund gets, you know, we'll always have um, borrowers who are late and occasionally we are going to have to file, you know, NOD or maybe take a property back. But the bigger fund gets, you know, the the more... No diversification. Diversification yeah. there is where if you're you're tied into one loan, or you yeah. have a small pool of loans, then any single loan can impact you significantly. Sure. So. And also with the fund, people can reinvest their distributions. Yep. So you get a, a compounding effect. Yeah. 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 So no, it's been great, uh, and uh, the fund continues to grow, and uh, you know we're beyond our fifth year of operations yeah. for the fund. So. Well, and as long as you do good due diligence underwriting and you're doing short-term loans, you know, the market may shift, but it doesn't usually shift overnight. I mean, it takes a few years for that to happen. Yeah. And the healthy percentage of our loans are short-term. So they're bridge loans, which, you know, are less than a year. So, you know, like you were just saying, the market doesn't turn overnight. So, you know, that's by design or on purpose. We try to put some of the shorter-term loans in the fund. Just so we have that revolution of capital, and we can we can react as we get payoffs and new loans come in. We can keep an eye on where we think the market's going. So, and uh, right now the fund's got what forty two million in it. It's about forty two million in AUM, uh, about ninety four loans or so. So we have about one hundred and eighty investors now. So it's a big That's number great. of investors. Yeah, we're really Very thankful nice. for them. Very nice. Five year track record, no losses. Paying out between seven and a half to eight percent every month. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Uh, we have the money show coming up. Um, That's right. Yeah, we can talk about it a little bit if we run out of time on this segment. But it's uh, this this uh, this weekend. Yeah. What's today. the money show? The money show is a an event that um, I guess the organization, the money show, puts on every year throughout yeah. the country. Wow. Uh, this happens to be in San Francisco. At the Hilton. The theme of this one is alternative investments. Yeah, it's it's free, so there'll yeah. be thousands of people there. Hmm. Yeah, it's free to go if you're looking to invest in alternative. Not just real estate, not just funds. We're one of the types. Wow. We'll we'll, we'll finish that off in the next segment. All right? Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. <laughs> Soon we'll have to change that name, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Nam, uh, you were starting to, to mention about the money show. Yeah. Uh, what's it cost for the public to show up? Nothing. Nothing. That's Zero. my favorite price. Yeah. It's a great way to uh, to entice people to come. So the Money Show is a you know organization that um, has events all over the country and different themes. So this one is alternative investments. And it's on uh, this coming Thursday evening, I think is the when the show starts. Started. Started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Started uh, Friday and then Saturday. Today's the yeah, last day. Today's the last day. Um, so it's an opportunity to, to come and hear about different types of investments. Um, you and Mark are, gonna, you know, are doing a presentation um, today. That's right. And um, there's also, you know, besides uh, real estate as an alternative, there's cannabis, there's cryptocurrency. It's all kind of the latest uh, types of alternatives out there. Interesting. But the yeah. Pacific Private Money Fund will be like the only normal one. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> normal, right. right. Yeah, no, I, there's, they always have some sort of exotic alternative investment um, you know, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, please do. At the Hilton, San yes. Francisco. Booth 605 is our booth. Oh, that'll be kind of fun to audience if you want to stop by our booth. Yep. And then uh, and you'll, tomorrow. And at booth 420, you'll find the cannabis. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I wonder. I'm <laughs> curious. I'm going to go buy that and see if somebody, if it's cannabis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> they probably charge a premium for that, the money show. That. Exactly. So you you got to pay $4,020. That's to, right. You know, so forty two hundred, yeah, that's yeah. not quite right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be great. And then Sunday tomorrow we go to Las Vegas for that's the Jirasi conference, which is a um, mortgage industry related uh, conference. Oh, so wow. Mark and I are going to that. That'll be good. A lot of just what's going on in the marketplace, legal updates, things like that. So always trying to stay on top of um, you know trends and compliance. So be good. Very good. Cool. Patty, any last words? Well, just keep buying real estate. Keep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real estate is always the best investment, in my opinion. Yeah. What's the average price? Uh, what's the median price right now? I, yeah. I a, mean, the median price in Marin is like one five, something like that. One five? Yes. I, I actually do the numbers, and I don't know what it is right this minute. But the yeah. median price in the Bay Area of the nine counties, I don't remember what that is. I want to say 1-1 one, one or something, something crazy. You put that on your website, too, right? Or something? And updates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do they reach you again? Oh, at bestpatty at bestmarinagent.com. And it's Patty Cohn, 415-722-4842. And uh, Nam, if people want to invest in the fund or invest in an individual note, they can call us, same number for both, 415-883-2150. They want to invest in the fund um, and learn more about it. They can go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. If you're interested in investing in individual trustees, go to www.privatemoneyloans.com. And there's no fee to invest in either of them, right? Correct. For the fund, you have to be accredited. There's okay. a minimum 50000 and a one-year hold um, for private money loans nothing to register and uh, you know then you start looking at some of the loans that we have on there so it's not just I new get loans. on that yeah, yeah yeah if you do get you know it's free so yeah. log in and take a look and um, it's interesting you know it's a great way to diversify invest in individual trustees invest in the fund um, or just invest in the fund it's a great way to go and sounds good deploy the capital so MLS is, so it's like an MLS for loans yeah, but yeah, you don't yeah. you don't 
say, oh, I want that loan, like a conglomerate of people will invest in a particular loan. Or you or can, you can invest take one in a off. loan. Yeah, yeah, take one off all by yourself if you can. Yeah. All right. Here's our thoughts for the day. Most of the problems in life are because of two reasons. We act without thinking or we keep thinking without acting. Hmm. And to achieve the highest latitude, have an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> you made up that one. <laughs> I, you know what? You, you would think so, but I didn't. I can't take credit for that one either. I've heard of that. I think it was, I forget who it was, but, you know, fake it till you make it anyway. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Same, same it's mind over thing. matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Wait, what's that one? It's mind over matter. And if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, See? That's good. Okay. Say along the same lines. And with that. I say tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.